In episode five of With Mrs. B, we are talking about suffering in the name of love. Hey friends, it's Wednesday, another week down. I'm hoping that you had a long and restful holiday weekend. I personally love long weekends, but it does seem that the rest of the week that follows feels like total catch-up. So here we are together again on Wednesday, catching up. Today I want to share some insight with you and I guess something that I have learned to be true over a lifetime of experiences, but more importantly, something really hard that I am experiencing right now in real time. It is the harsh reality we have all faced at some point or another. And if we haven't, we eventually will, guaranteed. For today's discussion, we're going to call it suffering in the name of love. What does this mean, suffering in the name of love? It's what's happening when your heart is breaking when your stomach is in knots, when you're laying awake at night unable to sleep because your mind is filled with a million fears and emotions for another human being. It's making choices to do things that you know you really shouldn't do or don't want to do, but because your love for another tells you to and tells you that you don't have a choice. If you really love this person, you will fill in the blank. Fear, sadness, regret, helplessness, worry, anger, resentment, guilt, all of these awful emotions swirling around and flooding your mind and heart Here's the thing. (laughs) Why is this endless suffering going on? Because you cannot solve the problem. It is not your job. Even if you love them more than anything, no amount of love, money, effort, worry, sacrifice or agonizing suffering is going to fix this problem because let's say it again it's not your problem to solve but we're consumed by the suffering we're consumed by the fact that our heart is hurting because love obligation, the human condition of trying to fix what's wrong for another human being so that we and all that is our life can be okay. But friends, it won't work ever. (laughs) But there is learning and growth for you, 
and for that person you love. This is what I'm learning in real time. These hard to handle shit sandwiches that have been served up to us, whether we ordered them or not, these can actually be gifts from the universe that if we choose to accept and learn from them, can teach us. The experiences and the pain that comes with watching someone you love struggle or that come as a result of, in some cases, walking away or being truthful or saying no. Teach and provide lessons and provide healing far greater than any other thing that you think that you could do that might help solve the problem. These kinds of challenges and struggles and suffering in the name of love will be inevitable of life. It's inevitable that it's going to happen. But the degree to which we allow ourselves to suffer is optional. This is what I've learned. I suppose it would only be appropriate to take a pause and a sidebar right now for a moment. I want to be fully transparent with you and say that much of what I share on any of these podcast episodes is a result of what we call an aha moment. An aha moment that I experienced through deep dive extensive coaching sessions with my amazing life coach, Jen. If you've been following me for any length of time, you'll know that a couple of years ago, right about the time I launched with Mrs. B, I made a conscious decision to ditch traditional therapy to work with a true life coach. It was my effort to align my body, my health, my mind, and my spirit in a way that would allow me to build a life I loved. It really meant facing some pretty hard shit sandwiches. So a huge shout out to Jen and her selfless work. She really is an angel. Uh, And if you haven't met her and you want to or you want to learn more about how to work with her, DM me or look her up online, uh, Best Self with Jen Sprague. I also have her site linked on my favorites page on my website at withmrsb.com slash favorites. Okay, back to the business of suffering in the name of love. I feel like there are some stages to effectively learning to move out of suffering in the name of love and into a space of instead sending energetic love and hope and healing. And learning that sometimes the life preservers that you keep offering to your drowning loved one may or may not ever save them. And that it's okay to tell them that you love them 
and to swim to shore. First off, let's just remind ourselves of the lessons that we learned in episode four, which was all about control. And the fact that we never really have control over anything except for our own effort and our own attitude. We never have control over another person or the outcomes that life and the universe have planned. We may be able to influence the outcomes via our effort or not. We may be able to manage our response to the outcomes via our attitude best we can, but we will not have control. We never have and we never will. And the greatest growth is learning to be at peace with the outcome no matter what happens. Learning to be at peace no matter the outcome. Much of the time we feel that suffering is necessary and it's our obligation. This is especially true when it's a loved one, a child, a best friend, a spouse, a parent, a sibling, a significant other, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a partner. We feel as though we're obligated to sit in the shit with them and keep loving and unconditionally forever, even when nothing changes and even when the suffering migrates from their pain to ours. Sometimes we do this because suffering with this person is all we've ever known. But after a while, we must ask ourselves, is there evidence to prove that what I am doing or have done or what I want to do, what I feel I need to do next, is there evidence that it can add value to the change or the resolution that we hope to see? This is important work to pause on. While you sit in the shit with this person, you need to ask yourself with every single thing that you do, is there evidence to prove that what I am going to do or have done or want to do or feel obligated to do will add value to the change we need to see? Thomas Sowell is an influential African-American economist who is known for his controversial views on race, ethnicity, and different socioeconomic statuses. He was quoted as saying, and I love this, there are no solutions, only trade-offs. I don't know the context around what prompted him to say this, but when I heard it, I felt like it really applies to everything and all of life. In any instance, not only do we not have control, 
but there never really is a perfect solution, only a trade-off. And for purposes of today's conversation, I believe the trade-off becomes, I cannot change this thing for this person through my own efforts. And so I will no longer suffer in the name of love, but instead send love. I will instead energetically allow this person to live in their own truth, to experience all of the growth and the pain that is meant for them. I will look for evidence that prove that where I am needed and helping makes a difference. And I will look for evidence that shows that in some instances, my involvement, even with the best intentions, is not going to solve the problem. And based on that evidence, I will choose my next step. It's like this really hard but necessary process of learning to energetically disconnect from the obligation and the problem solving, which can be such an emotional and physical energy drain. And instead, choose to reroute that energy through the same cord that connects us, but it's a one-way cord of energy filled with love. Not suffering, not problem solving, not owning something that doesn't belong to us, not fixing, but with love. Because I want you to remember something. Pain and, and all that is life, all of what we've described, it is inevitable. Our human relationships and our love will bring pain and disappointment. And that is inevitable. But the degree to which we suffer and the length of time we choose to suffer is optional. Whatever happens in this life, whatever happens in the life of the one that you love, you get to choose your response. You get to choose the brand of suffering and to what extent you will be affected. You, you think you don't, but you do. So will you release? Will you give yourself the gift of letting go of the grip that fear has on you? The fear that if you don't figure out and solve this problem for the one that you love, that all the horrible things that you can imagine are going to happen. The fear of the unknowns if you don't fix this problem. Will you admit to yourself that you have no control? 
Will you ground yourself in the knowing that God, the universe, has a plan and it was never yours to fix? While looking up the quote from earlier uh, to give credit to Mr. Thomas Sowell, I saw another quote that he had said. And to be honest with you, I just feel like it's the most appropriate way that in my real-time experience... And am I facing what's happening and trying to stop the suffering in the name of love was most appropriate. He said, when you want to help people, you tell them the truth. Speak the truth. Trust the universe and accept that you may not have the answers to fix the problem no matter how much you love the person you want to help. You can choose to stop suffering in the name of love. Okay, my loves, that concludes this episode. Go spread good vibes, do hard things, be brave. I love you. And until next time, yours truly, Mrs. B. If you like spending time with me, follow me on Spotify and get notified when a new episode airs. You can also find me on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. And of course, help me spread the good vibes by sharing this with your friends.